Hello from the podcast closet. This is episode three of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as Comedians Crashing Painfully. Which is kind of a little bit of foreshadowing into this week's episode. Uh, quick correction, I want to get out of the way now. Listening back to last week's intro, I said the podcast cave, not the podcast closet. I don't know why I said that. We're not in a cave. We are in our closet. It's a walk-in closet. It's kind of roomy. I like we, it. We get to admire our clothes in here, as Kathy was telling me in the pre-show. <laughs> Anyways, um, this week's episode is about, as we talked about last week, Forever. Kathy, you want to give us some notes on that? So Forever is an Am- Amazon Prime limited series. Maybe not limited. We'll see if there is a second yeah, season. Yeah, I, I was trying to look at that. I, it still seems kind of vague whether they're coming back for a second season. Um, it's eight episodes stars Maya Rudolph playing June, Fred Armisen playing Oscar, and then other important characters, Catherine Keener plays Case, and Noah Robbins plays Mark. Obviously, Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen are from SNL. Um, Catherine Keener has been in a lot of stuff, including a recent Seinfeld episode that (laughs) we were watching. The Painter, I I can't remember what the exact title is, but she's a painter. Uh-huh. And then Noah Robbins was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and another show that I, I've seen. I don't remember what his name is, that, but he's Kimmy's boss in like season yeah. two or three. I can't remember. How the Stay tuned out. for next week when I remember the other, epi- the other s- series that I've seen him in. Okay. But he plays like a very specific character all the time. Then the kid- I liked him a little more in, the, in this than in uh, Kimmy Schmidt, but yeah. that's the only other thing I've seen him in. Like I said, there's something else I've seen him in. And then the creators are Alan Yang and Matt Hubbard. Alan Yang is famous for Parks and Rec. And co-creating Master of None. The Aziz Ansari uh, Netflix series. Which is a big favorite of ours. Right. Okay. That's all I got. Alright. Spoilers coming up, obviously. Hopefully you've watched the show. If not, we won't, like, ruin the ending, but uh, let's get into it. I'm ready with my synopsis, my Man. original synopsis. Here we go. The show starts with a montage of the lead characters, June and Oscar, Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen, as Kathy said. Their entire relationship, from first date to marriage to an annual trip to a lake house. June begins to grow restless from the monotony and wants to take a ski trip to break up this annual lake trip that they've been taking, which ends up resulting in, here's your first spoiler, Fred Armisen, uh, Oscar's character, Fred Armisen's character, Oscar's death, as he skis into a tree, a la Sonny Bono. But I think that was water skiing. Anyways, episode two, uh, June attempts to get over Oscar's death and is starting to turn it around, it seems like, and then she gets on a flight, in first class and chokes on a macadamia nut and spoiler again she dies uh, this is where the show's title reveals its true meaning forever is not forever in marriage or till death do you part you're still together after that because episode 3 June wakes up and finds Oscar and learns that they're in some sort of afterlife it's not really specific on that not sure if it's supposed to be heaven hell purgatory none of the above um and then in the remaining six episodes, 
five, I guess not counting episode three, except for one, which is kind of like an offshoot, which we can get into later, uh, consists of Oscar and June and a few other notable side characters, Case and Mark, as Kathy mentioned, trying to figure out how to entertain themselves and possibly figure out why they are here, why are they still not alive, but still like cognizant of what's going on. All right, and that's without getting into too many more spoilers about the end of the season. That's what we have. So what do you want to get into now, Kath? I just thought of something. Um, I feel like there's this trend nowadays in TV shows to, like, do shows about the afterlife. Like, The Good Place also I... talks about heaven. Um I mean, not to say that we don't really know for sure what forever is, but I just think it's interesting that that's, like, uh, a theme that is and, cropping and, up. And comedies as well. I don't, I don't know. I right, mean, there might yeah, be serious takes, ones, too. It but... takes a funny look at. Which we tried um, a good place, and it was okay. Just, I don't... Apparently, we're supposed to retry it because we didn't get far enough and there's a twist. That's what I've heard. But this isn't about The Good Place. I just had that thought about how it seems like shows are... Is there another one you're to... thinking of or just that one? I feel like there's another no, one, but... but doesn't maybe something else. Maybe it's uh, God Friended Me, the hit CBS show that I always see commercials for that sounds terrible. No, because I think that's also just in regular life. Yeah. I just wanted to get that shot in at God Friended Me. But you me. know what? You know what is interesting? In both The Good Place and Forever... At least the, the amount of good place that we've seen, which is only a few episodes, and then forever, which we've seen all of it, it doesn't really talk that much about religion, which yeah, is always associated like with heaven like and hell and all right. that. Like it's just interesting that it doesn't take a and I don't religious... know if the, if the creators of either of the shows have any religious affiliations or anything. I think it would be interesting to talk about in, our, in the corrections next week, like, why they didn't... If there's anything out there about why they didn't bring in religion. Like, why they wanted this to just be, like, a secular thing. I, I like the take on it, though. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, Getting into other things I liked about the show, I liked the little questions that they have for each other. I, th I feel like Maya Rudolph usually posed to them. June, sorry. Mm -hmm. to Oscar, but it might have been the other way around. Uh, I wrote down a few of them. They had uh, Best Beach Food, mm -hmm. which they debate over, which I think they had said banana, maybe? But then yeah. uh, at the end there, when he's on the beach, he has, like, the ham or something, and he's like, this is actually the best one. They're, like, <laughs> eating a ham on the beach. It's weird. <laughs> uh, and then the other one I wrote down was Best Way to Sit. Yeah, they talked about that. I, there was another one they talked about, too. There was another one. I couldn't remember it, though. Yeah, that maybe, was interesting. Maybe we'll find it out and add it to the corrections next week. But Another thing to look up would be to know if that was improvised or if that was just, like, in the Wouldn't, in the wouldn't it shock me. I mean, both being on SNL. And, and being improvisers. Right. So, yeah. It's hard to know when comedians are in things, whether they're just... The person has just written written it in a way that you know, like that person would say it because they're funny people, right? Or if it's improvised or not. Unless you like watch like director's commentary or stuff, or right, like which, who does that? Like if they have 
I remember the most famous one I can think of is when they had the cast of Parks and Rec on one of the late night shows. And, oh, yeah. And Greg Daniels, is that the guy's name? The creator of the show talks about how the funniest line was not written by him. It was the one where yes, uh, Chris Pratt's character... Is all naked? No, no, no. The one where he uh, he's... Leslie's sick and he's looking up her, her symptoms. He's yeah. like, I typed it in that says you have connection, network Fail- connection issues or, or something. Network yeah, I don't remember the exact line, but Google that if if you want a good laugh. No, but I think Chris Pratt also said that um, early on, like in an early season, um, Leslie opens the door and he's not he, in the script. It, I think he was supposed to maybe just, like, have his shirt off, but he's, like, completely nude. <laughs> and just so that you can see her reaction. I don't so, know. tune in later for our Chris Cat, Chris Pratt. Oh, my gosh, that's CP right there. It's, like, almost CCP already. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. So, we'll come up with something for that later. <laughs> I love Chris Pratt. Unfortunately, anyway. Chris Pratt is not in forever. That's my one dislike I wrote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What uh, were your dislikes? Do you want me to go through the rest of my likes? Or should oh, I jump sorry. Around? I only wrote down a couple dislikes. What so. else were your likes? I wrote down writing, which you kind of already touched on, Alan Yang. I Although, mean, I looked, he didn't yeah. write all the episodes. I think he wrote okay. half of them. But, yeah, like Master of None is one of my favorite shows of all time. And yeah. And this show is also so really well written. So yeah, I don't know. He wrote on Parks. Yeah. So, yeah. That was one of my... Uh, I guess this kind of gets into one of your... Oh, right, right, right. I forgot to mention, we're going to do questions later. We tried to write our own questions. I think mine were a little more jokey, but... I took a serious approach, you know, which is kind of... Fitting to our personalities. <laughs> yes. Everything's Everything, a homework everything's a joke. Everything's a joke to me. Everything's a homework assignment to you. <laughs> but the other things I wrote down were length. I really liked the time and amount of episodes in the show. Usually, I'm, you know, I, I think I'm under the impression now that, like, I like to be left wanting for more. And I think that's a better way to go about most art forms, whether it's a book or a CD or a TV show. Leave the audience, like, more ambiguous, more ambiguity left in the endings and, like, let the audience come to their own conclusion of what happened. That being said, I wouldn't mind if there was a season two. Yeah, I don't know if I agree <laughs> with that completely. Okay. I, like, always want more. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, when shows leave you wanting more. You like a nice, neat bow wrapped on? No, I just wanted there to be more than eight episodes. Oh, gotcha. You're not that... saying you dislike the ending or anything. Excuse me. <laughs> dislike the ending or anything, you just want more of good things. Um, well, fair. I actually wasn't a fan of the ending, so. <laughs> so that's why you want more, though? <laughs> or do you want more? No, I want more. I okay. want to know, like, it did leave on a little bit of a cliffhanger because we're not going to, like, I guess we're not going to ruin it. We, we can, if you want. I don't care. Um, well, okay, we don't, we don't have to ruin it, but, like, something happened that. That was kind of a twist. Yeah, and I found it to be, I mean, the show is weird in general. And, like, weird is a good thing, but it seemed, like, really weird. Yeah. They they lead you to believe something's going to happen, and then kind of the last episode, they pull the rug out from under you, and one of the characters does something unexpected. Yeah. As to what she was leading up to. 
it just it went in a different direction than I was wanting it to go and I think that's because I think that's because they went to a different area of the town they were in they started out in Riverside I mean sorry this is a spoiler but whatever watch the show um then they go to a town called Oceanside and I didn't like Oceanside yeah the people there were kind of weird I mean I feel like Riverside had some heart to it I mean it was kind of boring like I hope that's not what heaven is like if this is supposed to be heaven um but it at least had like interesting characters and then they go to Oceanside and everyone seems pretty phony yeah so pretty shallow at least the things even though it's called Oceanside (laughs) rivers are more shallow than oceans right they really flipped the script on their head there. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't... Okay, so we were originally saying, like, whether we want more or mm-hmm. less to a series. I always think more. Unless I'm okay. not liking it, and then I'm like, well, forget <laughs> this. Which I am I'm not... Um, or I am known to do at times. Like, because it needs to keep my interest, and if I'm not... That's fair. There's plenty of content out there nowadays to stick with a show that you do not like in my opinion is stupid yeah but i really like this show and i think i gotta say i think it's because of fred and maya right they They have a really good chemistry yeah and i enjoy fred and other things i know you don't like uh park not parks and rec geez uh portlandia but uh it's not really my style but i do think that fred is insanely talented and then maya i Pretty much have loved her and everything she's been in. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to other likes, I mm-hmm. had uh, Mark. Mark, uh, what, what was the Noah Noah Robbins? I yeah, I don't remember what his last name was. Like Nop something last name, but I guess it's not important. Anyways, Mark's character. Uh, so he is like a teenager, mm-hmm. I think, right? Like yeah. seventeen or something. He no, he does. was a freshman, right? When he died. Oh, okay. I think so. Something like Anyways, that. he's like 15 or 16 because he was driving his car. That's how he died. Right. But he died in the 70s. So whatever age you die at in is what... alternate reality. Right. Is what age you end up in in this afterlife. Mm-hmm. So he died in the 70s. So he's probably actually like the same age or maybe even older than Oscar mm-hmm. in June. But he is still 17 because that's he when he died. He is because he meets up with a former classmate who's probably in her like 50s or 60s. Right, because she's probably older then. Yeah, and I think Mark and not Mark, uh, June and Oscar are probably in their like 30s Late or 30s, 40s. early 40s, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but anyways, the reason I like his character so much is that since he was like supposed to be stuck in the 70s, he allows the writers to like write jokes that aren't politically correct anymore and then write it off as like, oh, he just didn't understand that stuff wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was a good bit that they used to uh to get away with to stuff get away like with that. some of those jokes that you want to get away with normally now. Yeah, he definitely had a very like how would you describe his personality? I don't know, like I mean like a teenager. <laughs> so yeah, I think he like a teenager well. in just very like straightforward not like any hidden agenda you mean type of thing or 
He just, like, says what's on his mind, yeah, even yeah. if it's not appropriate. But the weird thing, I think, about him is that Oscar is really drawn to him and th- considers him to be his, like, best friend in heaven. <laughs> that is a really weird and dynamic. It's, like, it's a very weird friendship, and it's, like... Oscar's, like, the complete opposite, almost. You wonder if the only reason they're friends is because it doesn't seem like there are that many people there. In yeah, Riverside. it is weird. So, I don't... That's a, I guess we can get into that, too. I don't know if... Because I think Riverside's a place in California. Did we look that up? No? I think it is. So, I don't know if it's, like, where you die. That's, like, the little town you come back in in this afterlife. Because, okay, that's another note. You had the currents and formers thing. Mm-hmm. So, another part about the show is they're, like, still on Earth. Yes. And they can see people who are still alive, mm-hmm. but people who are, who are still alive just can't see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're ghosts. Yeah, they're, yeah, I guess that's fair. They're like ghosts. Because they can do things to get the current's attention. But they can't, like, interact with... They had an episode on it, I think it was episode three or four, where they're trying to get to the lake house, and they're trying to kick this family out that is living there now, mm-hmm. because June sold the lake house after Oscar died. And they're, like, flicking the lights and stuff. <laughs> that was a really funny bit where Mike's, like, does it once. And he's, like, that's all I got. I can only do it once a day. And then June steps up and she's just, like, does it a bunch. But it's, like, you have to be angry about something. or. And then later on, they, I guess they can interact. Because later on, when Case, they go to that gas station and they, like, suck his energy away. Yeah, the so there, there are ways to get people's energy. Or to interact with directly with currents but they still can't see them they can't see each other right anyway sorry i got off on a tangent there it's crazy the stuff you remember once you start talking through it (laughs) right it is it is all right the last like i wrote is also a dislike it's uh how similar i am to oscar Which yes. I liked because I really identified with him, but then I'm like, oh god, am I really that? Like, Do you want to give a specific example where it, you realized it was episode? I just watched the thing. I think it was episode five when <laughs> June and Oscar have an argument about the fork situation in the dishwasher because they're not getting clean um, because <laughs> June is putting them in tine down with the tines down and. Uh, so Oscar just redoes them, but doesn't say anything because he doesn't want to have a fight. And I, I, I can relate to that, um, how he wants to avoid confrontation for better or worse. It ends up being for worse, I feel like. Yeah. But then for better. But he also, so yeah, then he makes a cool little sign that says Tines Up. Which is the picture for Hopefully this Hopefully the week's... podcast image you guys will see on this week's podcast. Because like, I tried see? to Google it and I couldn't was... find it. But doesn't He's like, see, I even made the sign. How have you not noticed? <laughs> like, puts it right above the dishwasher. So now we know when we go to make the dishes, whether it's you, whether it's me, we'll put the tines up. <laughs> She's like, you know that wasn't just about the dishes that we were fighting about, right? I know, but this is about the dishes. <laughs> um... Did you say? Did you have more dislikes? Yeah, I had one more, but related to the uh, times up thing. When I was trying to search for that image, I could not find it, so I had to go in and screenshot it. And hopefully, like I said, you guys will see the image. But 
the first thing that like came up when I was searching like forever Fred Armisen tines up for some reason was uh is Fred Armisen only in the first episode of forever so are people like that impatient that they immediately go to Google after the first episode and are like is Fred Armisen another I mean it shocked me you remember I was like because you're like wait I kind of predicted it but I was like no you said he's gonna die yeah but I, I still, yeah. It's still surprising that he does, because you're like, you know that it's been marketed as, like, Maya and Fred being Yeah, they were, the like, on leads. late night shows and talking about it and stuff. <laughs> like, like, wait, was he really in one episode? Was this just a, a grift? Like, did we get had? Yeah. But no. I mean, sort of. I guess we got grifted into thinking it was about this, but then it was about that, which I thought was really good. So I wonder yeah. if they'll be able to come up with more twists if they do come back for season two. I, I think they I think that's part of the show is those twists. So yeah. I'm sure there are more to come. Fingers crossed for season two. I anything that those people do. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um the other, only other dislike I wrote, which is only a dislike for certain reasons, which I'll get into, was episode six. Andre and Sarah, the two uh real estate agents. I liked that episode. I liked it. It just seemed like it should have been like a standalone thing. Like, it could have been like a short film or something. It could have been a show in itself. I don't know if there's enough material to make a whole show out of that. I feel like they they paced it pretty well. No? Okay. That's fair. Go ahead. No, I mean, they could have done more with it. Like, you don't know. Okay, I mean, we're going to ruin it. Whatever. So, like, they keep meeting up at this house that... Each of them keeps trying to sell. And this is two different characters who haven't been on the show up to this point. It is totally a standalone episode. Right. Until the last The last, second. like, ten seconds maybe it shows June, who's been watching this thing happen this whole time. Right. Um, Which, I guess, sorry to interrupt. So does that mean that she was, like, watching this happen for, like, 20 years or whatever? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. In like twenty years, it doesn't seem like she's aged. So So I don't know how. Maybe she just saw the ending. But they, but they don't age in this world. But I mean, it doesn't seem like they don't make it seem like twenty plus years has passed. But maybe that's why she's like so bored of her life. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like this show leaves a lot to like. You have to. You as the viewer have to fill in the blank. Which is what makes it a great discussion for a podcast. That is true, because you're like, wait, how do they, or, There's you just have so, so many, many questions. So many open ends, yeah. So many questions. <laughs> ah, good one. How was that funny? Because the question's saying. Oh, okay. That we haven't got to. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not, it's unclear whether she was viewing their, these people's lives from... From, like, the age of 20 to the age of... Right. Sorry. And I got us off topic. So, go back into the synopsis of the episode. Sorry. There's two characters, Andre and Sarah, and they're real estate agents. And they keep meeting up at... I said, they keep meeting up at a house that they're trying to sell. Um, That one of them is trying to sell, right? Yeah, but I feel like... They both have tried to sell it at different points, but they're not, like, on a team to sell it at the same time. Okay. Um, And then they end up... cheating on their spouses or their significant others with each other 
but that clearly doesn't work because in the end they're not together and one of them passes away right sarah Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we talked about the whole episode, so whatever. But yeah, it's it's like a really good, well-told story. I just disliked it because it didn't really like fit into the rest of the show. But you know, you know what it kind of reminded me of, and this is why it makes sense that one of the creators is from Master, or yeah, is a creator of Master of None. Mm-hmm. Is there's an episode in the second season of Master of None about just like people of New York. And it tells little stories. Right, with, like, the uh, deaf girl and stuff. I remember that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. And the taxi driver and the hotel guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I some people really didn't like that show from what I've heard, and some people love it. Like that specific it. episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, that episode. Yeah, um, fine. So I think that's what that was trying to do, too, was I... just tell another story. But... It didn't make sense in terms of the plot of the show. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah, it is very similar to that, which I liked that episode too. But I it, it, love that episode. It just threw me off because it's like not connected to anybody. But it's kind of cool that people are trying new things with a TV show. It doesn't just all have to be about That's a good point. the characters in their lives. It can be wider than that. Good point. Good point. So why didn't you like it? Because <laughs> what I said, it, it doesn't like fit into the story, really. I yeah. mean, besides convincing June to go to Oceanside, I guess is what it was supposed Which, to do. Which, how does that yeah. convince her? Because I guess... Didn't, they didn't have their chance, and she's going to have her chance. Or because like maybe she saw some of June and Oscar and the two people, and then was like, I should... Or maybe like how they never actually left their spouses... Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe I should because they didn't. Yeah. But also, like, you're in the afterlife. Assume I presume you're going to live for, like, ever at this point. Not live, but in quotations, live forever. Like, what's what's the hurry? Anyways. That, well, that if you're was unhappy, she was yeah. unhappy. Yeah, so why not true. change okay. her circumstance? I, I have it under my dislikes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now, getting into the part we alluded to earlier with the questions. Mm-hmm. Kathy, do you want to start us off with one of your questions? Feel free to answer at home. And Email tweet us, at us. Tweet at us. Get in contact with us somehow, some way. Hashtag forever CCP. I like it. Okay. So First question. Do you think, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but do you think they're in heaven? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I guess uh, just getting into, like, my personal background of, like, what you're told heaven is, mm-hmm. like, some of them don't seem very happy. If this is heaven, like, it's kind of disappointing. Right. But maybe that's what... Okay, it's not like the... Since a lot of this is very ambiguous, like we've said, and there's a lot of, like, up to your own interpretation, maybe we've been given a lie of what heaven is. And so they're trying to like debunk the whole, this is what heaven is. There's no pearly gates and stuff. This is what it really is like. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with no, I guess, but so what do you think it is? Maybe, maybe some sort of purgatory between the heaven and hell. Or maybe they're not saying there's any heaven or hell. They're, this is like an atheist take. This is just what happens after you die. But no yeah. big 
all caps heaven, you know? Mm-hmm. Although it never, like, talks about e- either of their funerals. Did you That's think true. that was weird? Well, maybe not as much with June, because then, like, they don't have any kids or anything, so it's like, but with Oscars, because June would have been at the funeral and stuff, so yeah, that is kind of, kind of odd. I don't know. All right. You want to go one of mine now, or do you want to do another? Well, this one kind of goes along with it. Okay, go ahead. What is your ideal heaven? My ideal heaven? Well, of course, Cassie would be there. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But besides that, I don't I don't know. Uh, probably a nice golf course to play at. All the books I could want. A streaming service that has literally anything that ever existed on it. Like TV and movie-wise. So you would say... Okay, I guess I... <laughs> Does this sound pretty sad? No. Okay. No, it doesn't sound sad. It just sounds like... Everything you would want. So, everyone, in your mind, everyone has their own personal heaven? That, that's what I'm not... Yeah, I mean, that's like... the old, This is like, do we see it from different perspectives? Like, that's what it looks like to me? Or does everybody have their own? Or what? So, yeah. this is a little, little plug for BJ Novak's book. But he has a short story about heaven. Yeah. Um, What's the name of the book? One More Thing. Nice. Stories and more stories. It's really good. It has a bunch of different short stories in it. Uh, but one of them is about heaven. And sorry, this is kind of a spoiler for the for the specific story. But they find out that they can go to any dead musician's concert. Uh-huh. And it just sounds so amazing. So whose would you go to? That, that could have been a question too, I guess. Um... Well, I guess they would have to wait for all the Beatles to pass on, but that <laughs> then they could the reunite ult- it. That would be the ultimate concert. And would they all be like young again? Well, according to Forever, no. <laughs> John would be. John would be the youngest, I guess. Yeah, there's. I don't know. They're still great. Okay, but besides that, your your heaven. I I mean I don't know like. What I guess you I said mean, that's not really like. A Judaism thing, though, right? That was nothing like. Uh, heaven is, but heaven is isn't. okay. I don't know. Like the the Jew- Jewish take is like focus more on life on Earth, you know. Which I agree with. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what what happens afterwards. So, like, why spend all this time trying to get to like a certain place? Yeah. I mean, still be a good person, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my but ideal heaven would but be. But it shouldn't take a... Better be good because you have to get into heaven for you to be a good person. Yeah. You should just be a good person because it's the right thing to do. And I... that is our lesson of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons <laughs> from CCP. Okay, what's the question you have? I have kind of related to something you said about the BJ Novak book. Mm-hmm. I have best place to read a book. Like I said, mine are a little lighthearted, usually like deep philosophical. Hey, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, best place to read a book is. I have multiple, so I tend to read a book when I'm about to go to bed, because I feel like that's usually when I have time. But it tends to put me to sleep. 
Mm. So I don't know if that's the best. I, so I went to a summer camp in Colorado when I was a kid and I loved like just taking a book and reading outside whenever we had free time. Reading under the stars or was this during the day? I guess during probably. The day, so yeah. You, you probably couldn't could see. see. Good point. <laughs> Maybe you had one of those little lights that attached to your book. Were you one of those cool kids? You know what? I really wish I had brought one of those because especially as a staff member, God, this sounds so pathetic, but whatever. It's it's who I am. And I'm proud. Good. Um, as a staff member, I could never find a place to just read a darn book after the kids went to bed. Um, so because there was no light, or yeah, yeah, it was dark and like you had to have one of those there cool, were people what, everywhere. What are those things called? Like a a light. I feel it's called light. like a snake or a worm or something because it kind of like spiraled. So that's a pro tip for you camp counselors out there. <laughs> Bring, if you're not really social like me, bring a light so that you can read your book when you want to. And I would say on the toilet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that isn't a bad place to read something that's like not really like in depth. I like reading like, <laughs> I have this this book that you gave me of, of uh, comics, Zitz comments, mm-hmm. comics, and... It's like fun to just read a few of those. Yeah, so, so I mean, you don't you're not gonna be able to get through a chapter while you're on the toilet. Anyway. I mean, you can, but you won't be going the whole time. Anyways, not for the toilet talk. Uh, <laughs> you brought it my, up. My real answer would probably be a uh, hammock, which I've done with you, which is that is kind of similar to like your camp thing, you know, like out and reading outside. out in nature. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite spot at that camp was at a swing outside near this creek. Um, that was fun to to read at. That's what I did at summer camp while everyone else was doing sketchy things. Sketchy things. Okay. Anyway. You want to hit us with another question? This is number four for those keeping track at home. Okay. So I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the spoiler of the real answer to this, but who do you think is a better mate for June? Oscar or Case? Hmm. Her partner doesn't have to be. Like, That's tough. It's tough. Do you have an answer? It didn't really seem like June was happy with Oscar. Yeah. In any of the part that we see in the actual show, we're alluded Except to. Except for the montage. The beginning of <laughs> yeah. the montage, but by the end, it seems like she hates their relationship. But to be fair, we're only seeing the beginning. In air quotes here. I always do this and then I forget it's only an audio thing. But in air quotes, the beginning of the montage for Case and June's relationship, you know? It's just the beginning, so it could just be, you know, that new feeling is really good. And did you like that the show never actually... Like, they never... As far as we know, they're just friends. June and Case. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's definitely some sexual tension between the two of them. At first, June is, like, afraid of her. At first, at first, Case hates both of them. Yeah. And then June is intrigued. I think June is intrigued by Case. And they become friends, and then it's like... And then Case is intrigued by June. Yeah. But so who's the better mate? So your answer is I say case? case. Because I think that's what... Well, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I want to say case. It's too big a question. That's why I did, like, fun ones. 
Um, Come on, give me something deep here. Okay, I'll go Oscar because it's a good yin to uh, Jun's yang. They like just they... need to learn to communicate better. Yeah, which I think Oscar was putting in an effort with the times up. But... <laughs> no, he wasn't because that was passive aggressive. It was? Oh, God. See, this is I'm Oscar and I don't understand my problems. <laughs> Okay, the reason it was passive-aggressive is because he could have just had a conversation. And he was saying, his in his defense, it was, oh, well, I didn't want to get into an argument. But you're supposed to be okay with having, as long as it's productive, having, like, an argument with your spouse or with your your boyfriend or girlfriend or romantic However partner. However you identify yourself. Right. No yeah, judgment. I'm, I'm, like, really trying to think of all different ways. <laughs> I don't know. So that's passive aggressive to just like leave a note and not have a conversation about it. Okay. Although the note was pretty cute. And the note would have been fine if he had also had a conversation with And it. then just jokingly gave her the note later or something or put the note by the yeah. dishwasher. Okay. Noted. All right. <laughs> do you want to do your last one or do you want me to do mine? Um, I guess we can do we already yours because we kind of this. already talked about it. Yeah. We talked I mean, about it already. We, we already the, talked about the question it, so. was. Do you prefer a longer or shorter series? Because it seems like the trend, especially with Amazon and some Netflix shows, they've been sticking to like eight to ten episodes. Right. I feel like, because Miss Maisel was only eight as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like Which Amazon is, another is like great Amazon show. setting the precedent that eight is how many they're going to do, which I kind of like. And I want more. it's not as big of a commitment. I want more. I'm afraid of commitment. No, you're not. <laughs> That's a lie. All right. So the last question then will be, Ready? Get on your sinking caps. It's a deep one. All-time best pizza. <laughs> so, okay. You said this was one of your questions, but I didn't have, like, a lot of time to, like, really think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't want to, like, say a specific restaurant and then, like, be like, dang it, I should have said something else. So I'm going to say, like, what toppings. Oh, yeah. That's all I was doing. Like, toppings. Not, like, okay. pizza It's better than Domino's or whatever, you know? Okay. Um, I would say pineapple and olives are must toppings for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sign ahead of ourselves. We going marinara sauce? We going mozzarella cheese? Okay. I like, I like marinara sauce, but I also like pesto. So, like, either of those. Okay. Um, and then cheese. All, all of the cheeses. I love cheese. Um, and then, um, pineapple, olives, spinach is another good topping. A little oregano, a little salt. Wow, getting even on the spices on there. I love pizza, and it's a very serious question for me. So I take back what I said about your questions being too surface level, not deep <laughs> enough. That this is the deepest one here. Yeah. Is heaven real? What's your personal <laughs> heaven? All-time best pizza. <laughs> the real questions. All right. What about you? Mine, I would go... I'm a traditional guy, you know. Marinara, mozzarella is fine by me. Mm -hmm. Don't want to get too crazy. And then uh, top it off some pepperoni and pineapple. The old Hawaiian. I think the regular Hawaiian pizza is Canadian bacon and pineapple, but I substitute the pepperoni because I like pepperoni better. Okay. At least we can agree on cheese, marinara, and, and pineapple. pineapple. Pineapple is a great topping, and I could go on, but that's not really necessary. So if you... Uh, don't like pineapple on your pizza, leave a comment below so we can attack you. Just kidding. What? <laughs> That's a horrible... 
<laughs> you, attack but you, but you are wrong. You can respond with also what is your so respond with what your tweet at us, what your favorite reading spot is, what your favorite pizza is. Hashtag CC Pizza. <laughs> that might be like can no we wait. We just have no, a wait. podcast about pizza. It can't be CC's Pizza because that's like actually a pizza chain. No, but it's like C I C I. Ours is I know, just CC. Too close. Too confusing. Okay. But you know what? Maybe that's how we get our first sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever. It I'm takes. trying to get free CC's Pizza for life. Um, um. Yeah, it's not the best. Okay. But I mean, if you're poor in college, it's like four buck pizza buffet. It's a pretty good deal. Okay, moving on. If you're in Lawrence, hit it up. It's on 23rd Street. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're too much. Okay, so so that does it for the Forevercast. We're gonna end it with those cool questions. Like we said, if you got responses, tweet at us, email us. Let's see if we had any other other notes. Nope, that's all I had. So next week, we are going to do an episode uh, discussing the Best Picture nominees for the Oscars. And I, I've already, I'm not giving any kind of verdict, but I am going to say I'm a little disappointed by the list. But, but that's... To be expected. Yeah. It's a very divisive uh, Award show. show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to talk about what they got right. As Kathy said, what they got wrong and everything in between. So hopefully you've seen all all of them like we have. If not, I mean, I'm sure most people have at least seen one of these movies. And then we'll talk about other movies that we've seen that we really enjoyed this year. That maybe they left off the list because there are a few. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I stepped ahead of you. We we had another segment. No, it wasn't a segment. I was just going to talk about my corrections. Okay. Go for your corrections. Okay, so these are all Mary Poppins scene because if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was about Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns. So, after reviewing what was said in the podcast, a few things to add or to correct. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which we briefly mentioned, um, was made in 1968, so that came four years after Mary Poppins. Um, Mary Poppins' umbrella has a parrot on the top, which we weren't 100% sure on. Mr. Dawes, um, the banker guy, does in fact die of laughter, which Caleb nice. did think, but he wasn't, we weren't, I wanted to double check that. That's fair. And then the house that they live on is on Cherry Tree Lane, which you were definitely close to. I think on. I said like Cherry Street. Oh, you were so close. And then we were unsure of the rating of the new Mary Poppins, and it rated PG. Well, the first one was pg as well or do you know don't make me do another okay, correction sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay and then i wanted happens. to give <laughs> i wanted to give a little bit of a shout out um to some feedback we got so my grandma was about to start the or was like halfway through and then she's like i need to see the new one um so i think she went and saw it this week <laughs> and i love that she loves our podcast um but she sent me this article from the New Yorker called The Nanny State. Um, it's written by Anthony Lane. and I th- Good title. Yeah, and I learned some things I didn't know. So he mentioned that there are eight Mary Poppins books, and I, I feel like I only knew there was like three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mary Poppins Returns is based on Mary Poppins Comes Back, which is one of um, P.L. Travers' Sequels books. to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. So he... You want to say what you were going to say about that? About how... I, I just thought it was weird that they call it 
Mary Poppins Returns when it was based on Mary Poppins Comes Back. Why not just call it that? But not a big deal. The, uh, Still a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if that's the only thing you think that's wrong with it, like they're doing well. Yeah. Um, Anthony Lane also mentioned that Jack Lin Manuel's character is supposed to be Bert's nephew, which is I that, didn't remember. Who's Ant- is that the guy who wrote the article or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Keep up. Mafia and La La Land. <laughs> Good movie. Um, movie. And then Jane, the actor that actress that plays Jane, Karen Dotris, which I'm probably saying her name. Jane wrong. in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes a brief appearance, which I did not notice. Um, probably because she looks completely different now. <laughs> Where she asks <laughs> the new Jane. Um, for directions on the street. And I think we talked about um, if anybody else was in the movie from the original and we thought it was only Dick Van Dyke, but apparently... Apparently Karen was in it. Um, And then Angela Lansbury was in it, but she wasn't in the original. Right. Um, But I think that they, like, talked to, like, the composer of the original, too, or maybe it was the same guy. Consulted him. Um, Okay. Okay. That's all for corrections and shout-outs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, tune in next week. Thanks for listening. See you next Sunday.